Welcome back in, guys, to another edition of the King of the Shack Fantasy Football League podcast. This is your host and commissioner, Noah Bollig, and let's get this thing started. We're just going to run through the week one power rankings after uh, a pretty surprising week one uh, from a lot of teams, from a lot of teams in the league. Um, there were some surprise upsets, some a lot of players that really just didn't perform, and then a lot of rookies uh, that actually just really uh, surpassed what we thought they were going to do. So starting with the week one power rankings, we have the highest scoring team, and that is the Titletown Truckers led by owner Tyler Fuchs with a score of 219.42, defeating uh, the Dilly Dingers led by Jake Strokich. The lowest score was the Wisconsin Wampus Cats, 114.76 points. That was Nathan Fritzler in his loss uh, in the opening week. Largest margin of victory, 38 points by the Titletown Truckers uh, over the Dilly Dingers. And the smallest margin of victory setting a new league record was Josh Bruckert and the Shack Attack defeating Juan Wanders. And they won by 0.8 points. Came down to the wire in those last final games. And uh, Josh Brucker comes out with a huge win on top. Our number one team in the power rankings, by the way, uh, if you're listening to this podcast, it means that the power rankings are up on the website. Uh, so you can see them as well as you're listening to the podcast. But number one team, 1-0, just mentioned them, the Title Town Truckers led by Tyler Fuchs, defeating by Tyler Fuchs to 181.64 by the Dilly Dingers. And uh, in that matchup, the Tuttletown Truckers get a huge boost from running back Christian McCaffrey of the Carolina Panthers, 42.9 points, 19 carries, 128 yards, and two touchdowns. And then you talk about the um, the boost from the flex position, Austin Eckler, who blew up a ton of leagues, uh, a lot of upsets there. Eckler goes 12 carries, 58 yards, and a touchdown, and then adds six receptions for 96 yards and two touchdowns, uh, giving him a total of 40.4 points so uh, the truckers get two 40 point games from running backs and uh, they did this all without a kicker but they go ahead and then also get just some great points from ty hilton 28.7 points 87 yards two touchdowns keenan allen 123 yards one touchdown good for 26.3 points and then the mvp of the league patrick mahomes 29.32 points leading the way so Moving forward, obviously, uh, Tyler's got to get that kicker situation figured out. Had a guy, uh, probably a late scratch, injured, and I wasn't able to switch him out. But, you know, looking on the on the bench, he still has some great options. Jameson Crowder, 24.3 points. Christian Kirk, 10.4 points. DK Metcalf really emerging in the Seahawks offense. Um, and uh, you you got to admit that this is the best team in the league. The clear number one should be the number one team. Uh, for quite a long time, given that there is no injuries. Moving on to the number two team, and that is going to be Deals Outlaws starting the season off. Uh, this was the runner-up from the 2018 season, starting the season off with a 1-0 record. And um, despite a pretty bad performance, I would say, from Aaron Rodgers, uh, there's really a lot to like about this team. Moving forward, I really like what I see uh, from owner Logan Deal uh, puts up 180.52 points in his win over the Ruby Renegades, uh, winning by a score of 180.52 to 165.68. Like I said, Aaron Rodgers, a rough performance. Uh, The 10-3 victory over the Bears, only 12.92 points. 
Uh, and also a, a couple of poor performances in the running back position as well. James Conner, 10.5 points. Tariq Cohen, 12.9 points. So uh, you expect that the, even in those three positions, there's going to be an increase. Uh, this is definitely a championship roster-worthy team. Odell Beckham Jr., 14.10 points. points. Allen Robinson, 17.2 points. Uh, 102 yards on seven catches. But the big ones, Delaney Walker, five receptions, 55 yards, two touchdowns, tight end out of Tennessee. And then Evan Ingram, uh, arguably the best passing option in that Giants offense right now. 11 receptions, 116 yards, one touchdown. And then the guy that everyone's talking about, Sammy Watkins, wide receiver out of Kansas City, taking over for Tyreek Hill, 48.8 points. Nine catches, 198 yards, three touchdowns to open up the season. Uh, and then you talk about the bench that uh, Logan's looking at. Still got some great options. Uh, Jason Witten at tight end. Kenny Stills um, for the Houston Texans. Justice Hill, Giovanni Bernard really like that backup running back spot. And then Tom Brady as well. So 180 to 165 Logan deal, the number one team in the power, or the number two team, I'm sorry, in the power rankings. Moving on to the number three team, also at 1-0, is the commissioner's team, Whitetail Wardens, starting the season with a 1-0 record with a score of 141.24, taking down Big Papa Lucas, the South Bend Studebachers, uh, 141-130.12. to uh, In the win, Ezekiel Elliott, Duke Johnson, 13 points apiece, uh, and then the big ones, TJ Hawkinson, rookie tight end out of Detroit, six catches, 131 yards, and one touchdown. Robert Woods, two carries, 16 yards, eight catches, 70 yards. Uh, and then Tyler Boyd, wide receiver out of Cincinnati, eight catches for 60 yards. Uh, the win in that one. The bench is looking a little scary. LaShawn McCoy, not a whole lot to rely on, but Michael Gallup was in there. Uh, seven catches on seven targets, 158 yards, 22.8 points. And Cortland Sutton, seven points, or I'm sorry, seven receptions for 122 yards, good for 19 points. The Whitetail Wardens come in at number three, and that moves us down to the fourth team and uh, one of the best teams in those league's history is Team Prime, getting the season started with a 1-0 record. And uh, wouldn't you believe it, Prime finds another great young running back uh, to base his team around. Alvin Kamara scores 22.9 points, but that young running back, Josh Jacobs out of Oakland, 23 carries, 85 yards, two touchdowns, and uh, really looks like they're going to use him heavily in that Raiders offense. Kyler Murray, uh, 21.62 points, two touchdowns, uh, threw an interception, but really uh, passed for 54 attempts. So you really like what you saw out of Murray there in the second half of the game. Mike Evans, Cooper Cup didn't do a whole lot, uh, but uh, when you had the performances out of Josh Jacobs and Kamara, there really isn't a whole lot to complain about. Um, on the bench, Ronald Jones, the second running back for Tampa Bay, looks to be making a name for himself, could be the starter there pretty soon. Um, and as far as that goes, Ted Ginn Jr., 17 points, seven receptions on seven targets, 101 yards, and uh, it really looks like Jerby's likes targeting him. So could use a little more depth, but it is good enough for fourth on the power rankings for week one. We move down to the fifth team in our first team that actually lost in week one, and that is the Dilly Dingers led by Jake Strokic. Um, 
Kind of a bummer, Tyreek Hill's going to be out for the next four to six weeks. And uh, despite putting up and amassing some really, really nice numbers uh, in week one, the Dilly Dingers still go down to the Titletown Truckers by a score of 219 to 181. So 181 points to open up the season. Not bad. Uh, Big Ben obviously had a rough game, only 8.74 points. Expect that to change. Saquon Barkley, Mark Ingram, great running back choices in this year's draft. 16.9 points for Barkley, 22.7 points for Mark Ingram. Now, we talked about the injury to Tyreek Hill. He's going to be out for a while, but then uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, not an impressive game, still 13.8 points. And then the, at the tight end position, got some great efforts. Austin Hooper, nine receptions on nine targets for 77 yards. Mark Andrews, tight end out of Baltimore, eight catches on eight targets, 108 yards and one touchdown, good enough for 24 points. Uh, then you talk about Amari Cooper, 22 points. Larry Fitzgerald, 25 and uh, like I said, really a great performance. Would have beat anyone else in the league. Uh, just happened to be matched up against a higher-scoring team this week. Uh, on the bench, Deshaun Jackson should fill in for Tyreek Hill. 37.4 points, 8 catches, 154 yards, and 2 touchdowns. And uh, Carlos Hyde going to be getting some work there in Houston. And Phillip Rivers, 23.92 points uh, in that Chargers offense. So Jake Strokich. Dilly Dingers, they are the uh, number five team, 0-1 to start the week, but next week a matchup against the number six team, and that is the Tacos Locos going 1-0 in week one. Uh, it was a close win, come from behind, and um, they have a lot of potential going forward. This team managed by Zach Fisk, the champion of the 2018 season, and led by Deshaun Watson on Monday Night Football, 30.72 points to lead the come-from-behind victory after Joe Mixon went down with an ankle injury, only scoring 3.7 points. Uh, but running back Delvin Cook, 21 carries, 111 yards, two touchdowns, 26 points, uh, put up a great, great, great effort. Um, and uh, you got to love the Seahawks' defense. 14 points, five sacks, three forced fumbles, and three fumble recoveries. That really kept Zach in the game. He's got some good bench options right now. The Jets defense, Randall Cobb, Robbie Anderson, and uh, Sam Darnold um, because you're going to need those. Um, Corey Davis put up a 0 for 3 stat line wide receiver for the, Tam uh, for the Tennessee Titans. Eric Ebron only 1.8 points Greg Olson only 7.6 points uh, so you and Joe Mixon obviously like we mentioned might be out for a little bit of time but gonna have to shore those things up good enough for sixth on the power rankings and got the week one win so we cannot count it against you the number seven team and this one hurts to say it is Ruby's Renegades and we're recording this episode just after news broke that his starting tight end Hunter Henry uh, goes down for, they're not saying this season he could return, uh, but has a broken part in his kneecap, so he's going to miss some significant time. He'll definitely go on to the IR. Might not be season seen it season ending, but uh, anyways, he goes 0-1 in week one, losing to uh, Logan Deals, Deals Outlaws, by a score of 165 to 180.52. Uh, in the loss, Drew Brees, 20.8 points. A big effort from David Johnson, running back of the Cardinals, 25.7 points. But running back for the Bears, David Montgomery, only six carries, 18 yards for five points. And Hunter Henry, like we said, 10 points. C.J. Uzuma, 10 points, tight end. 
And um, there really was there was a great effort, like I said, by Justin, uh, even though he went 0-1, still put up 165 points, would have beat just about every other team in the league. So really like what I saw. John Brown, 25 points. D.D. Westbrook, 14 points. Kenny Galladay, 14. And Julian Edelman, 16. So not too worried about this team. Have a, some great players on the bench. Jordan Howard, Chris Thompson, Devin Singletary, Tyrell Williams. And uh, even with the injury, there's still a lot of great balance. Justin always has one of the best teams in the league. Lots of depth. So uh, he's number seven. Could be moving up in week two. Uh, after a matchup with the retired Rednecks. We move on to the eighth team, and that is Shaq Attack with a 1-0 record in Week 1. Uh, gets the very, very, very narrow 0.8-point victory over Wands Wanders in Week 1, and thanks to DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins comes in on Monday night, scores 31.10 points. Uh, Marlon Mack, 26.40 points. And Baker Mayfield, uh, not the best performance, 9.4 points. So expect that to increase. But uh, all, all around, solid effort from Shaq Attack. Uh, and uh, could use a little bit of, um, I would say, some roster adjustment on the bench. Looks like you can still add two more players to your bench, Josh. So, Josh, so it might be worth it to just to get some depth. But... Uh, 1-0, you can't complain about that, and at the number 8 spot. And then we move on to the number 9 team, and that is the retired Rednecks. Uh, really held on to a potential victory all the way until the last game of Week 1 and finally losing to Team Prime. But the re retired Rednecks, led by owner Matt Kipley, go 0-1 in Week 1 and fall by a score of 120.8 to 127.22. Uh, got a good effort from Matthew Stafford of the Lions, 26.6 points. That's a great, um, some great numbers to rely upon. Leonard Fournette, not a, t not a whole lot. Uh, had a fumble first of his career, scored 10.4 points. Nick Chubb uh, missed out on the red zone carries, 11.5 points. And even Chris Godwin, only three catches for 53 yards, 14 points. And then this was the big one that hurt was Jordan Reed held out, out of concussion protocol. Zero points. Will Disley, another tight end, only 2.2 points. And that appears to be really uh, the only downside to this roster is the tight end position. So uh, the um, retired Rednecks are going to have to jump into the waiver wire, find some tight ends, find some replacements, replacements for possibly Reed and Disley, and uh, get things back up and on track. Let's move on to our 10th team in the in the power rankings and that is the South Bend Studebakers led by owner Luke Drakenberg one of the favorites in the league uh, lost to the Whitetail Wardens 130 to 141 Carson Wentz looks to be back in healthy 27.02 points 313 yards three touchdowns Le'Veon Bell with the Jets 23.2 points uh, and then, unfortunately, it was all downhill from there. Aaron Jones gets stifled on Thursday night. 13 carries, 39 yards, only one reception. Julio Jones quiet, 31 yards and a touchdown for 15 points. Jared Cook with the Saints, two catches, 37 yards. And uh, despite the touchdown from Jimmy, Gra Jimmy Graham, only three catches for 30 yards. And then Kenyon Drake comes up shorthanded, only 4.7 points. Got some players on the bench that you can insert there. Terry McLaurin, A.J. Brown, Dak Prescott. They all had great games. 
Uh, don't count this team out yet, just an 0-1 start, but uh, dropping down to the number 10 spot in this week's power rankings. They'll look to get turn it, he'll look to turn it around in week two. And that brings us to our number 11 team, the final two spots on the week one power rankings, the Wisconsin Wampus Cats, led by Nathan Fritschler. Uh, he's already got some really tough injuries that seem to be piling up. No one wants to see that already in week one. Um, but he does have some great players. Led by Lamar Jackson in week one, five touchdowns, 35.56 points quarterback out of Baltimore. Uh, Todd Gurley, very quiet throughout the game until the late in the fourth quarter. 14 carries, 97 yards. But Chris Carson, uh, running back for Seattle, 15 yards, 46 yards, one touchdown, six catches, 35 yards, and a touchdown. Did lose a fumble, but good enough for 23.1 points. Uh, Adam Thielen, only three catches. The Vikings only passed the ball 10, t- 10 times, so that's sure to change in week two. Mike Williams is a little shaken up. And the uh, tight end situation, Vance McDonald, only six points, didn't do a whole lot. Sony Michelle did not do a whole lot, 1.4 points. Matt Breda left the game with an injury, should be good to go, but he is questionable, 3.7 points. And then on the bench, Darius Geis, rookie running back, goes down uh, with a knee injury, could be out for a couple of weeks. But there are some good options on the bench, and like we said, Nathan lost a close one and uh, did so late on Monday night, 114 to 117 against Tacos Locos. And that brings us to our last and final team of the Week 1 Power Rankings, Juan's Wanders, starting the season 0-1. And uh, it's tough. There's a lot of injuries. There's a lot of suspensions and a lot of question marks surrounding this team. And uh, Juan goes down, unfortunately, losing the first game by 0.8 points to to Josh Bruckert in the Shack Attack, 118 to 119.20. Jared Goff, only 8.44 points. Damian Williams, 18.5 points. And then Tevin Coleman going down onto the IR at only 7.6 points. He could be out for a while. Brandon Cooks didn't do much. Two catches, 39 yards. Kelsey failed to find the end zone. Three catches, 88 yards. And, and there really was not a whole lot else. Uh, from this roster that Juan could have got points for. Uh, Paris Campbell didn't do much, 1.8 points. Nelson Aguilar, 3 points. Frank Gore, 2 points. So really a just a tough, tough week. But we know Juan, he's a great owner. We'll get back into it starting in Week 2. So we got some great Week 2 matchups with the Whitetail Wardens against Shack Attack. Two 1-0 teams facing off. The South Bend Studebachers facing off against Juan's Wanders. Two teams that lost close matchups in Week 1 facing off. Ruby's Renegades facing off against retired Rednecks. Team Prime and going against Deals Outlaws. This is a matchup of the semifinals of the 2018 playoffs. Both teams 2-0 and uh, projected within two points of each other right now. The Wampus Cats led by Nathan Fritschler going up against Tyler Fuchs and the Titletown Truckers, and then the Tacos Locos reigning champions going up against the Dilly Dingers. So it's going to be a great week, guys. Thanks for tuning in to this episode, and uh, go ahead and check back in. I got the up, the standings updated on the website, the power rankings updated on the website, and uh, go ahead and update your teams, get those waiver wires in, and looking forward to week two.